0: Ladies gentlemen, welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for health and athletics. She has two Australian trail championships, a 24-hour track race, six-foot track marathon, and has represented Australia three times at the long-distance mountain running world championships. I mean, I guess you could say ain't no valley high or mountain low that she can't run, right? I mean, it's the other way around. Anyways, let's just say she knows a thing or two about running. Did I mention that Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons? So, yeah, she knows her stuff. You'll be sure to get all your questions answered and maybe even a runner's high just by listening to the Advice and Good Vibes of the Peak Endurance Podcast.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. My recovery from Wonderland has gone well. I had sore cancer a few days after, but fun movement to be the best remedy for that. <clears throat> Mind you, I have a massage booked for Friday, so that's something to look forward to because the Shri Chinmoy 100K in Canberra is looming in a week and a half, and we're doing this for rabs, so that's why we're doing it so soon. So I've really got to nail this recovery this week, then Ron and I can look forward to our taper next week. So a nice two easy weeks. I've gotten lots of great feedback about the cast Ron and I did after Wonderland, including from people who have now decided <coughs> to update their blister packs, especially with fix all which is what Jared from EMS put on my heels that worked so well. Also, don't forget to get onto the Peak Chocolate website to get 15% off at checkout with the code Isabel Ross with an O, and all caps and no spaces at checkout. It is sincerely the best chocolate around and I am incredibly fussy with my chocolate. Just ask Ron. (laughs) He's not so fussy. I was so excited to see the pod got another review. This one is from... Tullerino, I think I pronounced that right, who gave five stars and said, Isabel clearly knows her stuff and has completed some tremendous feats. But what really stands out for me is her lack of ego and how genuine she is. It, it's what gets me coming back each week. Thank you so much, Tolerino. I truly appreciate your review and really kind words. And please, everyone else, if you have been thinking oh, about writing a review, I really would love it. Um, as reading them simply makes my day, like honestly. As you know, I don't get paid to do this podcast. The the reviews are my payment. So thank you ever so much in advance. And of course, not only that, as in I love reading them, but reviews actually help promote the podcast so other runners looking for running podcasts will be able to find it easier. Now, as you may or may not know, as the case may be, the other day I announced a new 28-day mindfulness challenge um, that I'm running from the 19th of September. So mindfulness is the quality of being present and fully engaged with whatever we're doing at the moment, free from distraction or judgment, and also being aware of our thoughts and feelings without getting caught up in them. While a lot of people want to be more mindful in their day-to-day lives and and their running, they neglect the most important part, consistently turning up every day to do mindful activities with a plan or some sort of accountability in hand. This makes it really hard to make mindfulness an ingrained habit. And that's why I created this challenge. It gives you everything you need to practice consistently so you can develop the habit of mindfulness. And here's what you get as part of the challenge, a 28 day challenge, obviously, Um, activity and journaling booklet, which I will be sending out in seven day blocks so that you can just focus on the seven days at a time. You'll be part of a private Facebook group where all the members of the challenge can share their experiences and support each other. And these sorts of community groups are so important weekly zoom webinars on a Monday evening that will be recorded just in case you can't make it live although live is always better where we will discuss the activities for the week reflect on how we are going and deep dive into some mindfulness topics so that we can all better understand this life altering practice and you'll also be given extra challenges to implement each week and just extra little tidbits of knowledge and all those sorts of things Normally, to get all this, you would have to pay at least $150 to $250 for this kind of level of challenge, but because I want it to be accessible to everyone, I'm only charging $65. Click the link in the show notes to lock in your spot, and I look forward to seeing you there. Okay, so today for the podcast, I thought I would talk about the 10 guiding principles of training that I've kind of thought about. Once you've decided what race you're training for, there are 10 fundamental principles of training that you'll want to keep in mind. So let's go. Number one train with the body and the fitness you have. We all possess a distinct physiology and have a unique potential you can't build your fitness by training as if you were someone else by, for instance, following someone else's program. By the same token, you can't train over your own fitness level. For example, someone who wants to run a certain time in in a race should not be like, you know, like say if we're talking rope, should not be training at that pace from the start. You need to build to that pace and training too hard too soon almost always leads to burnout, injury, you know, overuse, illness, your body can't adapt that quickly. And you won't be able to sustain the motivation to train that hard for that long. Like it's, it's kind of off-putting. Plus there's no rush. This leads me to number two. Training is a journey, not a destination. Race goals give your training purpose but not the be-all and end-all. The enjoyment of running comes from loving the process and seeing the incremental improvements that can be celebrated on race day. Race day should be the celebration of all the training that you've put in. Sometimes races don't go as planned and that's why it's so incredibly important to actually enjoy the journey along the way. Now we will just take a quick break to thank our sponsors and hear from a happy coaching client.
0: Hi, I just wanted to share some of my experience that I had from being coached by Isabel at Peak Endurance. She's really passionate when it comes to running and where it can take you. And it gets really invested in your success. Also found the program to be very specific to the goals that I had. And by tapping into her experience and knowledge meant I had the confidence that I was going to achieve what I'd planned out. Every session that I did had some sort of purpose behind it. So there was no time wasted another benefit was that i found was listening to her podcast and following her social media page and being part of the groups what's shared is really beneficial and motivating i couldn't recommend her more so thank you isabel thanks for all you do So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation and you can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at healthhighperformance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only australia wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more.
1: Number three, back in the training principles, follow the hard easy rule. Hard days are followed by easy days. A few hard weeks are followed by an easy week or easier. A hard season is followed by a few easy weeks. This is another reason why I recommend completing your strength training on your quality session days so as to keep your hard days hard and your easy days easy. Okay, number four, warm up. It takes a good 10 to 15 minutes Longer, the older you get, of easy running for your body to become physiologically ready for harder running. Doing a few hundred meter strides will also prepare your body for the harder interval or intervals or session ahead. Number five, the opposite, the cooldown. It is important physically and mentally to complete a cool down run. It is debated whether it actually clears lactic acid and all that sort of stuff, and that's not what I'm talking about. It just helps you feel better to run a cool down. it's also a good time if you're training with others to chat about the session number six train all your muscle fibers you'll need volume to train your slow twitch fibers and quality which includes reps hills drills and so on to train the faster fibers no single workout adequately trains all fibers so you need to do a range of training all in the correct timing and so on number seven the rule of repetitions when running repetitions in a workout always finish feeling that you could do one more or if it's you know a a lactate threshold run that you could go longer you might not want to do one more but you physically feel that you could and this protects you from overtraining you should not be training to exhaustion in your quality sessions and that's also you should still have the energy for the cool down definitely number eight the value of hills. Even if your race doesn't include hills, they are an incredibly valuable training stimulus. Include long hill runs, long hill repeats, short hill repeats, and even sometimes short downhill sprints. I include these in athletes' programs very judiciously, um, but they work incredibly well. And sometimes longer ones. It's all very complicated. Number nine, don't race workouts. A race is 100% effort where you give your all over the distance that you are racing. You should reach the finish line knowing you gave your all, but that you will have a season break to recover. Racing workouts require the same effort, especially mental effort, with no following season break to recover. Thus, you will end up overtrained. Number 10, it's better to arrive at the start line undertrained than even slightly overtrained. Undertrained, you'll feel good and and you know that you can always improve. Overtrained, and you'll run the race feeling like crap, which will be reflected in your results. And then it will dig you further into hole and you'll need more than a couple of weeks to recover. The main takeaway from this topic is that running requires patience. There is no shortcut or hack that will fast track your results. There are no good specific workouts, only good training programs. Your running program should be sustainable and lead to incre- incremental improvements over time achieving race goals leads to the creation of new race goals and this cycle is potentially endless enjoy this running journey that you are on that you are on and you will be rewarded with a long and fulfilling running career thanks for joining me enjoy the rest of your run if you're out there running